0: Micah. It's weird being back in my old hometown, seeing how much everything has changed since the last time I was there. That was almost two years ago. I've spent all that time between Afghanistan and bouncing all over the country for training. The last couple of months were all discharge preparation, classes on how to make it in the real world now that I'm no longer active duty in the Army. They talk to us like we're idiots like none of us could figure out how to rent an apartment or fill out a job application. I guess some of the guys need it, but I'd already been out on my own for a couple of years when I joined up. I spent all those classes doodling in a legal pad. There are a lot of new shops on the main street. There are chains like Five Guys Burgers and Chipotle that weren't there before, and hip clothing boutiques and specialty shops like a place that only sells tea and a place that only sells chocolate. This town used to have a gas station, a mom-and-pop sandwich shop, an independent video rental place with a tanning booth in the back, and a hair salon called Don't Get Snippy. That was it. You had to drive 30 minutes just to get groceries. Now this looks like the kind of place rich people come on vacation. I'm walking down the street, scanning the sidewalks for Lily. I know how unlikely it is I'll spot her, but it's definitely not impossible. Not in a town of 3,000 people. Maybe more during tourist season now. I notice a lot of the houses downtown have been turned into B&Bs with names like the Come On Inn and Honeysuckle Arms. (laughs) Weird.
1: Ian people bitch about getting stationed at Camp Lejeune. I mean, sure, it's not Okinawa. There's nothing exotic or fun about Jacksonville, North Carolina. The town is mostly big box stores and chain restaurants, and there's not much of a nightlife. It's great for me, though. My hometown is a tiny village called Sail Ridge, about midway between Jacksonville and Wilmington. The first day I have off, I hop in the truck I got for $2,500 off of Craigslist and make the half-hour drive down to see my Grammy Casio. Grammy's still living in the little wooden bungalow my dad grew up in. It gets drafty in the winter and stuffy in the summer, but she loves it. When I drive up, I see the lawn is still well-kept and covered in gnomes, flamingos, and tiny decorative windmills. The flower beds are in full bloom and full of those colorful glass-watering bulbs. There's a hanging planter on the porch, bursting with tomatoes. It's good to be home. She heard me drive up, because she's at the door before I even get out of the truck. Is that my end? Grammy Casio rushes down to the driveway with her arms wide open. She's in great shape, especially for a 72-year-old, but she's still limping a little from the hip surgery she had earlier this year. Oh, come here. Let me see you. I can barely get out of the truck
2: before she's grabbed me by my shoulders and started kissing my cheeks. Dawson. The wind whipped around us and carried the sound of gunfire in from off in the distance. It was well over a hundred degrees and hot flakes of sand clawed at my already chapped and tanned face as we patrolled the streets of the deserted city, looking for insurgents that might be lying in wait. I tried to imagine what the city must have been like in the past when it thronged with life. I wondered if there were food vendors that stood on the corners and men and women in brightly colored clothing selling their handmade goods from haphazardly built kiosks and wooden carts while children laughed and played in the streets. Look around now. It was hard to imagine. The only buildings left standing are massive chunks of cement, devoid of anything that could be broken, burnt, or stolen. The sidewalks are cracked and riddled with empty gun shells. Rocks sprawl everywhere, making it hard to maneuver in our heavy combat boots, but necessary for when the rains come. Rain is far in the future today as the sun continues its relentless assault. The sound of engines approaching from behind us split through the silence of the day. We stepped aside as a convoy of trucks and two M1 tanks rolled by. I lifted my hand to the gunner covering the rear of the more than ten vehicle convoy. The base was breaking down. By next week we would all be out of here. The U.S. is pulling out. The war is over, supposedly.